0: Hey, I'm Rich. And I'm Reuben. And welcome back to Clarity, where we discuss the ideas and experiences that shape how we think and live. And I tell you what, few things are shaping how we live today more than the, some may call an outbreak, some we call a pandemic, this thing called COVID-19. Yep. Reuben initially pitched the idea of doing an episode about it, and I groaned. Uh, I just, it just felt to me, Reuben, like, man... Um, we talk about it. I don't it. want... We, I mean, we Go talk ahead. too
1: much. We see it every time, like we open our social media. It's there. Yes. Uh, even if you're Christian or not. And I feel that...
0: <laughs> I mean, it has nothing to do with it, Christian. Yeah, or not. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But I mean, if you're Christian, it has a different tone. I, I've noticed that, you know. Yes. And yeah. that's something that uh, pushed me or I, I don't know. I had something inside of me that say, hey, Ruben, let's, let's do an episode about this. Uh, not specifically about the virus but the implications of how this shows our humanity and how we really are and because I'm by no means an expert in in like what is what is that uh, like epidemiology? Yeah, yeah, whatever that word. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not an expert in neither. Me I mean no, yeah, and that's fine uh, to the point that we can express our opinions, but we don't want to go through that route. We know you need to wash your hands. No. We know that you need to, of course, uh, take care of uh, your cleanliness, like social distancing. Uh, That's all all the things that we are not going to mention because that's something that is obvious or probably we should mention them because I don't know. But uh, today's episode is going to be more on the lines of the implications, as you said.
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, today we're not going to do the science of trying to convince you some. There is people I know and love that think this is overblown. It's not a big deal. We shouldn't change our lives at all. This is nonsense. And there are those that others I know who are like in deep fear. And so we're not here to talk about the science of whether this is different or not from swine flu or H1N1 or whatever it may be. Instead, we're just talking about the what this whole phenomenon is revealing, revealing about ourselves. Yeah. Uh, spiritually, ontologically even. Wow, that's and a fancy so- word, Rich. Yeah, I think honestly, if you're a human going through life and you might, uh, might not be listening to us to hear the gospel or that applied, you can still get an ontological lesson from this. Yeah, Um, mean that's the nature of how things are, and I was yeah. talking about human on onto- what we're like as humans. Um, your, and, being, uh, your being, your like being, your anymore is being. Yes. Yeah, and um, I'll tell you what, Ruben, I through the weekend as I had time to reflect and. I, I have a stronger opinion on some things and some mentalities um inconsistencies in with Seventh-day Adventist theology and the way some people t- have talked about this. Yeah. Um so I look forward to doing that. But this is a Ruben Casabona joint so bro take us away.
1: Hey, uh by the way, you guys we are not recording this uh close to each other. And uh, Rich no. Rich is really far far away and I'm like oh. you I'm quarantined here in In my home,
0: you have like a black backdrop. Is that like, well, is that that your black shroud of mourning? Is that your sackcloth you're gonna put on?
1: That's my Sith Lord uh, uh, cape.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love how in the office, Dwight just says, I'm a Sith Lord, and he never says which one he is, although he does like perfect. Perfect Palpatine stuff.
1: Well, it's so cool. He says he's a Sith Lord, but I, I, I think they think it was a monk or something. People thought in the office that he was a monk. Or,
0: right. So if he said Palpatine, they'd be even more lost.
1: Yeah. I guess people didn't, I mean, in the office, the co-workers, they never actually picked on like uh, Dwight's like deep references into like uh mainstream uh I don't know pop culture and, and comic book and gaming because like later when he got like the Carryingan uh like uh uh, costume for Starcraft people also didn't get it. And that was so funny. They said, uh, a Jamaican zombie woman. That was like, what the, <laughs> 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 bro, I need to rewatch the office. This is the last year. I mean, the year, uh, uh where we have, uh, the office in Netflix. So,
0: so is office ladies going to keep going after Netflix doesn't have office anymore? Like what's going I, I guess.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't think why not. I don't, I don't, I think I don't,
0: they're going to, I'll be honest. I'm not going to buy the DVD sets. <laughs>
1: uh, I'll be honest. I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to buy the DVDs, but I might just buy the seasons and Amazon or iTunes. I'll, 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 I'll see how it Yeah.
0: Goes. That's way more plausible. I don't yeah. think I'll do it though. Um, I don't love it that much, but, Sorry. but
1: regarding, regarding that, uh, there's a, a meme that like, remember the episode where there was a cold open, where there was like a fire and, and Michael was like, uh, driving people crazy because Dwight actually made a fake fire.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so
1: people use that as a meme. I was, hey, this is what's going on with the current situation with the COVID-19 <laughs> and stuff.
0: So, that is a segue. There you go. I was like, that, where's he going
1: with this? That is my segue, man. <laughs> See, big brain move. Big brain and that, move. that was awesome. That's, yeah. He's doing
0: the, Ruben is tapping his, his forehead like that yeah. great meme. Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> when Angela throws that cat up in there.
1: Say bandit. <laughs> Say bandit.
0: <laughs> but I mean. Oscar
1: uh, climbs up in there, dude. Dude, Oscar was like a, like a Spider-Man, bro. Like.
0: Dude. Yeah. Secretly, Oscar is the Spider-Man of Scranton. AKA yeah. the Grand Struggler.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, that's a different, that's a different timeline. That's. Well.
0: Uh, uh, okay. In all seriousness, uh,
1: this episode has. Uh. I mean, I I was watching or reading social media, and I came uh and read uh Ty Gibson's post. You know, uh how can I mean Ty Gibson is one of uh uh for me, he's one of the biggest speakers uh that we have right now in the Adventist world.
0: I think he's and the one of the best. Yeah. The best balance. Really
1: articulated and yeah relevant. And
0: he has a ginormous following in the Adventist Church. I'd say for the moderate. Yeah, Adventist Church. He's yeah. pretty much the speaker.
1: Well, he started uh, from really, really conservative to like moving around, mm-hmm. and and I feel that he's really moderate. He's very moderate, he's, and more than moderate. Uh, if you put it in terms of like pol- political stances or not, I think he's he he really attempts to be biblical, which is a, the our should be our ultimate goal, you know, uh, more mm-hmm. than just preferences. But well, uh, in March thirteen, he posted an epi- uh an episode, a post on posted a post on Facebook uh titling Let the Unmasking Begin. You know, and we're gonna mm-hmm. develop this episode regarding uh this idea of unmasking. Because the title of this or the idea of this episode is COVID nineteen is showing our true selves. That is the premise for this episode. And and I tried to pitch it to you, Rich, uh, because this is not about just generating uh, like sensationalism or like uh, a clickbait, you know.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, we don't want to even talk specifically about the the dynamics of the virus or how uh politicians wait, wait. are trying so to I should, leech. I
0: should I should pull my tin hat tin foil hat away.
1: Yeah, probably not today. Uh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, Next but we're not we're not recording an episode tomorrow. Ah, so.
0: oh, fine. All right. <laughs> That's my one interruption for the for the episode. Usually, I have seven. I'm a limited no to one today. You
1: have six more to go.
0: <laughs> so you were saying, uh, you're not good. sensationalism, not talking about the virus.
1: No, necessarily. Just with the response that people have uh, mm. for something that is the unknown. You know how people react by fear, and how that fear becomes in hatred, and that how that hatred becomes in and you feeling unsafe. Uh, and just the whole thing with hoarding toilet paper, bro. Like that's crazy, right?
0: Ah, uh, it's all fun and games till the diarrhea starts. Well, it is true. <laughs> it is true.
1: But that, I that mean, did
0: surprise me. But my wife—it's only two of us—and we typically have a lot of toilet paper. Yeah, so.
1: not, that was—that is not our case for sure. Like Cassie was supposed to buy toilet paper like oh, a week ago. She was supposed to buy toilet paper two weeks oh, no. ago, actually. And she said, "Well, uh, uh, I'll do it next week." And, Under the you know,
0: bus she goes.
1: Yeah, thump, like thump. Yesterday, Dude, come, g-
0: come get some rolls at our house. We have plenty.
1: I'll go, bro. I'll, I'll actually, I'll, I'll actually, I'll take up to your offer, like for real. Uh, real? Yeah, for real. Or you can send Bring it to switch. me through. You can send it through me to certified, uh, insured <laughs> mail.
0: Post office is gonna rip that junk open and wipe themselves, bro. They don't care.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> Anarchy. But
1: the the true the true uh the truth to be honest i feel that that shows how fragile we are man mm-hmm. how fragile we are in not even mocking to people doing that you know like i mean we're making jokes and stuff but uh i feel that that shows that as humanity we we are so safe or we thought that we were safe in our like like mm. house of paper you know like or house of cards <laughs> house of cards <laughs> you made it paper <laughs> <laughs> a house or a of house cards of toilet paper yeah <laughs> yeah you see what I did there well I uh, see what you did there and and the post with Ty Gibson starts uh, quoting Matthew Matthew uh, 24 6 and 13 you know it says like uh, that Jesus says that when uh, wars and famines and pestilences like diseases will increase in frequency uh an intensity like contractions of women in labor and this will be a test of our love because some people's love will grow cold in the face of these adversities while the love of others endures to the end. Wow. So that is a big statement. What do you think about it, Rich?
0: Oh, I think this is powerful because, and this is so true. Caleb Isley and I were talking about this uh, when we were at, it was late when we were talking at, um, Awaken, about how my wife and I, we love um, uh, dystopian future genre of film, mm-hmm. where it's something big has happened, whatever, whatever, and humanity's ruined the earth, and boom, 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 here we are, and it's basically an apocalyptic, and not in the revelation, not in the Greek sense of the word, but in the popular sense of the word, where the world is ending because of what man has done, and so all the normal rules of society are gone, all the normal things of society are gone. And then now you really see what people really are, what mm-hmm. they're really like. Mm-hmm. And that's a constant unfolding theme for us. That theme shown in a in dystopian future movies or books never grows old for me, whether it's reading handmade tale for me, whether it's um, watching any variety of films, the names of which I'm not being able to pull up for us at this moment. Um, Cause my brain says, Pfft. but, and I think this shows so much here. Um And the zombie movies do this too. Even though I'm not a big zombie movie guy, you figure out who someone really is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, when they can loot a house, when they can jump that girl and leave her for dead and take all of her stuff. Yeah. Will they, who are you really? Yeah. And so I think this shows very much here where people will be like, yes, I love Jesus so much. And I also put my fist through your eye, through your eyeball Yeah. if you don't give me that toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? Like, this really shows you say you're a loving Christian person. You say you're generous. But How generous are you? Yeah.
1: My sister told when me. When society
0: yes, falls down.
1: It's, it's true. I mean, my sister told me like yesterday that uh, her husband was pretty much just holding on to toilet paper yesterday in the supermarket because people wanted to take that away from his arms. Like. It is really. It is yeah. And, and Cassie yesterday when she she usually does like grocery shopping on Sundays, uh, she say, "Hey, Ruben, next time we go grocery shopping, come with me." I, I I didn't feel safe this time. Wow. So dang, bro. So and and yeah, and my sister said that uh, at least in her area, you know, like they were trying to uh not scare people away, but I mean, people are really in in the verge of like I don't know, like feeling really anxious and. Uh, and this is not that we are better than them because we, I also Mm. feel like, like with a lot of anxiety, I don't know what's going to happen. And, and truth be told, like I might not be hoarding toilet paper, but I might be hoarding other things in my brain, like, or I don't Mm. know how to, how to put it like, uh, in, in, uh, illustration, you know?
0: How? Yeah, th- there are other ways in which if we see, we can laugh and say, wow, they're so selfish. We can see them doing this. But here we are. How am I being selfish? How is my inner inner fallen humanity, which I've yet to fully um, give to Jesus, how is that coming out? Because yeah. it will come out. Yeah. It will come out. Who you actually are will be shown.
1: And, and we are Christians and we believe in God and we want to become more like Christ. That's why the word Christian is there. And I I also consider that we are to minister those people. We are to minister the hoarders of toilet paper. Not yes. Not I mean, we can make we can like crack a joke, like I guess, but but when it comes to just helping and being there, we have to be there for them. Uh we have mm-hmm. to meet people where they are. And and Tai also shows that uh in this in times like this, there's a threat to self, you know, there's People that just mm. want to personal safety, personal survival, yes. no? He says also when humans uh, being are faced with increased threat to safety and survival, something mm-hmm. automatic occurs. Whatever happens yep. to be in the deep inner content of each person's character is forced mm-hmm. to the surface. So it's showing the true colors. yes. What, whatever, I mean, it goes, your, your mind automatically goes there. We are prone to show our best side, but when uh danger occurs it's actually a brain thing like our our we go to the most deep uh of our brain i guess and we go to our real priorities like hmm. w- why are we here and hmm. i mean that's that's a deep thought you know we, we we see in the news like people fighting or for toilet paper over toilet paper or just uh getting really nasty with each other but what hmm. it's really happening is that those people were always there they were always there. We were actually shopping with them two or three months ago. Like, okay. no problem. You know? Okay. We were actually uh, mingling in malls and and just passing by by each other and no problem because there was no trauma that actually showed our real selves. Hmm. And that makes me think like, hey, there's a lot of brokenness in this world. That includes, mm-hmm. including myself. I'm so broken in so many other places I guess uh, but he says you know uh, in, in, this, in moments like this and this is what we want to uh, focus about it is uh, all religious pretense falls away as people reveal themselves to be who they really are in their treatment of others but mm-hmm. th- I, this That's is why I there. feel this crisis becomes an mm-hmm. opportunity to reinvent and ref- I mean do a reflection Uh, Yeah, exercise in order to, hey, what's going on? You know, like, Mm -hmm. hey, let's check our polls. Actually, we are not okay. And we have to do Mm. something about it. We just kind of like feel that everything's fine, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah. This is powerful. So is the world actually ending now? No, but the little, so I hear you saying that this is an opportunity, an opportunity to see who we really are and what we really like. Yeah. Okay. And what's really important to us, um, dang, yeah.
1: Because there's and there's some contrast that he he puts. Like there's, uh, and we're gonna we can talk about this a little bit as an outline. Like uh, the first mm-hmm. uh, part, he says, like, well, everyone's triggered and they go through these lines, like sharing versus hoarding. You know, like okay, your your mind goes automatically, hey, I'm gonna get stuff for myself, or your mind automatically goes, hey. Let's share what we have, you know, let's, mm. uh, let's leave stuff for people that actually need it. And, and so this the is, same,
0: the same and the same stress can either show the goal that God has made you or <laughs> reveal where you still need to be fixed, right? The That's same the stress yeah, yes.
1: shows what God is working in your life or, or mm. how he's doing things in your life, because it's not about what we do. I mean, because we exteriorly can say, Hey, Take my toilet paper, you know, but at the same time our, our, in our mind we're intentionally not wanting to give that away. But mm-hmm. in moments like this, we need to be really like honest with each other. Uh, another point, he says, helping versus hiding, you know, uh, saying like, mm-hmm. "Hey, this is not my business, uh, I'm gonna hide, it's all about myself." which he I, I'm pretty sure he didn't mean like, don't do social distancing. I, I'm pretty sure I yeah. think he meant like, if cool. you are able to help someone, do
0: it. You know whether what he means or not, right? Yeah. In a lot of ways, um, you can hide by not social distancing. You can just say, "I'm doing my life as I normally am," and that could be a hiding in a lot of ways. It's yeah. I'm going to do what I was going to do. Leave me alone. I don't want to think about this. I don't want to talk about this. I'm just going to go to my comic book store. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to yeah. do that. I'm just going to do my job. You know, whatever it's going to be for me, just doing my job would involve visiting and connecting with people. Um, who may have it, and also those who may be deeply at risk and causing a lot of issues. Yeah. Um,
1: Honestly, I, I am a... I am a really... Uh, I'm not outgoing. Like, I'm not a person that is out there. My default is to be, like, introvert. That's my default. And, okay. and when, when we talk about social distancing, I'm saying, like, yes, this is my comfort zone. <laughs> you know?
0: Shelly, too. Yeah. She's like, hallelujah.
1: You You know, like, that... <laughs> That's so funny, like how we are created in different ways. But uh that doesn't mean that I need to go in hiding, you know? Like there's no there's there shouldn't be place for hyster- hysteria. Isn't mm-hmm. the word? Like yeah, yeah, and and well, there's uh a lot to talk about this, like helping or not helping. How can you help in this situation? But just the default where your gra- your where your brain goes makes uh I mean tells a lot about how God is working in your life. And and this is by no means also a measure of spirituality, you know? Like, if mm. you don't help or if you do this, like, it, it can be dangerous ground, too, like to, to judge people for what they're doing or not doing, right? Mm. I mean, I, I right. need to seriously just backtrack a little bit and say, hey, this is by no means uh, a test of, hey, you are a good Christian or not, you know?
0: Yeah. On the judging aspect, um, something that stood out for me, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll never mind. I'll, I'll talk about the judging. Um, it's interesting. I think judging, it's so easy for me to do. And I think when, at times when I was going on this pendulum back and forth between conservative and liberal, all the time trying to be more faithful to God, more faithful to his word, more faithful to the truth, I found myself... While grasping onto more truth, still also grasping some extra stuff that isn't truth, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I catch myself going back and forth. And as I would do that, and I, I might still do that a bit hopefully less, and hopefully still, because I'm always committed to growing. One thing I would do is I'd be very like, I'd be judgmental of those who say I'm judgmental, because they're just so liberal. And then when things moved, I'd be like, man, I can't believe people are so close-minded. They're so you know what I'm saying? that yeah. even though your positions may change that dispense that that um that besetting tendency to look down and judge mm. is still going to be there mm. even if you're quote unquote open-minded now yeah. if you're quote unquote open-minded and you look down on those who are quote unquote <laughs> closed-minded boom boom judgmentalism yeah. and if you're firm to the standards unlike those who wish wash part of the standard is following jesus is not judging not taking his throne of judgment i mean come on yeah so and and even though wherever you're at you can be anywhere on the spectrum and be doing this yeah it's us judging it's those who are doing nothing judging whatever it may be go ahead ruben
1: even the terms good christian or not that i just use you know i I, I keep mm. going to my the terms that I use and I was like, Ruben, did yeah. you really say this? You know? <laughs> good Christian. What the heck? Like, I mean, are are you are you telling me that there's a measure? I mean, it is and it, 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 sure. it, there is a measure, but there is not at the same time. It's, it's not a measure for us humans, you know? <sighs> You're so liberal. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, uh well, I don't know, man. I'm I'm Ava's waiting. Yeah, don't judge. There me, is,
0: there is an absolute. There is an absolute. There is a proper way to do it. Yeah, there, but but it's there, never about
1: us. So it's never been about us.
0: What do you mean? Like, there's a we can have a correct or incorrect response.
1: The response. There is, there, it's a response.
0: Like Jesus, uh, God said, "You know, if you follow these abominations, do all this, I'm going to spit you out of the land." It's based on our response, right? Yeah. Our actions show that response. Sure.
1: Yeah. It's a thing line where where I don't want to get into because it it even oh, yeah. just by mentioning sounds like judging, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and there's a there's it's just such a thing line that I don't want to cross it there. So another just finishing the post, uh, he says uh, there's people I mean that check out checking out versus stepping up. You know, stop caring about what's going on. Like there's people that actually say, hey, I don't care what's going on. You know, I, I'm gonna do my life and don't care about what's going on with the world, or stepping up and actually doing something in order to to instill mm. or try to motivate and, and and change, you know. Or
0: if you have toilet paper, check to see if there are those who don't have it, right? Like I saw the meme yeah. of a little old lady pushing her cart along in Walmart, and there's nothing to buy. Yeah, that was a sad one. She's at risk. She's the one who can get it, and she can't get what she needs because you able-bodied people took it. You know, so that's part of the reason yeah. why. I'm like, listen, guys. If you guys don't have toilet paper and you're within driving distance of me, come and grab some because that's awesome. Especially if you're a little old lady. I mean, you're not little or old or lady, Ruben, but toilet paper ministry right now. Yeah, come get some toilet paper. I'm so good. You Uh, guys should be good like me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Another part of this uh, where we get into like really interesting grounds is what it says accusing versus accepting shared responsibility and this and here is where we a little like borderline with uh the i some discrimination ideas that i i perceive from some church members some people some uh americans uh or just even even people from my country in peru you know like they say how these chinese you know these chinese people why they had to start eating those weird meats and we don't even know if it was like a they, people say it was a bat and a, and a snake and this and that they,
0: and I, this conversation happened at my wife's work they're like don't they know in the bible it says don't eat bats exa- exa- and my wife's man. like don't did you know in the bible it says don't eat pork
1: she didn't say that but no but don't you know in the bible it says shut up, <laughs> shut up. Well, what verse was that uh I don't know uh
0: there is a verse.
1: There is, right? There is, there yeah. is one. Jope. I, I guess. I mean... There.
0: Put your hand over your mouth. Yeah, there's, there's. that expression is actually used in Jope. Anyway,
1: keep going, bud. When it comes to, like, accusing, like... Yeah. Oh, man. Like, it's easy to go and, and feel better about ourselves and say, hey, it was not my fault. And I'm going to resonate with the words of sadly, sadly... That last press conference where our president say it's not my fault. (laughs) Like it's not our fault, like stuff like that. I'm I'm really I mean, it isn't his fault. But you cannot say it's not my fault. I'm not even criticizing the president itself. It's just like the idea of saying, Hey, it's not my fault. It's not the words per se, it's just the how you say it's not my fault, just in case. I mean, I have nothing to do with this, but um, you know, accepting shared responsibility. Is different than saying, hey, it's not my fault. It's like, I didn't drop that. I don't have to pick it up. Like, uh, mm-hmm. that is something that we need to, like, start accepting or, like I said, you know, implementing in our life, you know. It, it's not all, only about the words that we said. It's mm-hmm. also, like, the the intention that we have behind those words. And sometimes, I mean, it's yeah. really hard to read into those intentions as well. I, may, I, may, I, may be, I might be wrong. And I'm, I apologize if I'm wrong in that in that interpretation of the words in that context
0: okay yeah. yeah Um. but the principle rings so true that Ty's bringing out here and you're bringing out with him Ruben and yeah I was just trying to be fair no um, it's good but, to be
1: fair and I may be wrong too you know the, the whole process is like hey you correct me Rich if I'm saying something stupid tell me
0: You good. know, whole podcast garbage
1: and if you need to be devil's advocate that that is good as well I mean we don't want to have We don't want Clarity Podcast to be an echo chamber you know? I don't want you to say, hey, amen to everything. And it may be wrong. I may be wrong. I don't want to say "A"
0: instead of AI. But, "A," all right. Uh, Hey, hey, hey. So now let's do the last little contrastive thingy-booper there. Lashing out with violent words and actions versus looking for ways to protect the most vulnerable and at-risk individuals. So there you go and this is like Ruben I'm looking at these contrasting things here and it seems to me like each of these is just different ways of saying the same thing. Yeah. Where we can really just start backlogging and saying the same thing the same examples for a lot of them. You know, the toilet paper situation.
1: Yeah. Uh, that that'll be that'll be uh the a little reductionist, but yeah, you can use that. You can dang.
0: use that. <laughs> dang, dang, dang! tell me how you really feel.
1: I I feel that you're just re- like reducing the whole thing into one thing. I it it is. I, I know what you Too mean. Too simple. I know what you mean. What you're trying to say is like it boils down to it shows who you really are, right? Is that what you're trying to say?
0: Yes, and I would say that each of these traits are on the positive or negative show they can they're a summary and they're connected together. Yeah. Of both sides of the same coin. Where, you know, if you have this this selfish heart in you, you're gonna be hoarding, hiding, you're gonna be checking out, you're gonna be uh, accusing, you're gonna be lashing out with the violent words. Yeah. But if you're with that Christian heart inside of you, you're gonna be helping and sharing and stepping up and accepting shared responsibility and looking for ways to protect the most vulnerable i'd say you can probably summarize he he actually
1: summarized down there you say like it says let the unmasking begin and he says there's two ways of dealing with oh oh you see that one it says fear as all right all right you
0: do you do it buddy you do it this is this is you this is no this is not me this is
1: us share responsibility
0: (laughs) dang son fine i'll read them so this is everybody's moment like it or not for better or worse this is an opportunity for us that was A tie quote there. Let the unmasking begin, he says. Fear is our motivator or love is our lifestyle. So ultimately, we each have fear in our hearts, right? Yes. That's something that's there. And it leads to nothing good. It leads to no one being saved. But instead, being motivated by Jesus' love for us and responding to that love, that brings about our salvation. And that becomes a fruit by which we can live a new changed life. Mm -hmm. So you don't live a changed life through fear and you don't get to a changed life through fear. And likewise, so the question is, do I look on you as someone who's going to get my way? Or do I look on you as someone who God made in his image to look on you and say, you're the cause of my bad day or say, you could be having a bad day just like me. Right. Yeah. And that, that convicts me, man, because I had a conflict this, this Sabbath and, I looked at someone as a reason for my suffering instead of when he shared that he was suffering realizing, Oh, you could feel as bad as I do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. At, I'm being convicted this moment about that. And go ahead, and, Ruben.
1: And the whole point of this post is not say, Hey, holier than thou," you know, it's like, Hey, if you are not here, you're there. Even if we have some fear as our motivator, mm. there is still a chance for you and me, you know, I, even if I'm afraid or even want to blame someone or, or get upset that some uh, church members say like hey pastor don't close the church because you we we shouldn't lack faith you know like even those things that uh, in the middle of this like uh situation there's many tensions for me and make me feel like so stressed out it's not about it's not about me it's never been about me amen and thankfully uh, it's not about us and mm-hmm. we also know uh, about the opportunity that we have in Christ to rest in him. And I believe, I, I firmly believe, like, uh, I also, uh, he said, you know, this is everybody's moment, like it or not. In this moment, we need to check ourselves and see, mm-hmm. like, hey, we all have faults. We we look, look ourselves in the mirror and say, hey, let let God do the work that needs to be done. But whatever we need to do, we should do. Mm-hmm. Whatever we can do, we need to do. Whatever we can't do, let, let God be God, you know? So mm-hmm. this is kind of like my moment of clarity. Uh, it is just like to realize we are so fragile. We depend on mm-hmm. so many things. Uh, if our system of comfort falls, we tend to lose control. Uh, in situations like this, uh, uh, help us to show our true colors. Uh, uh, our our theology our, our way how we relate to a god the maybe like god being an amulet or look uh, or or like lucky charm or god mm. being a relational being you know mm. that shows that shows who we are and it, i i think even if this is getting so uh bad and the situation is getting so critical we can use this as an, as an opportunity as humanity as our a, a love beings created love beings by god to To see what can we do in order to share that love to other people that are living by fear.
0: Hmm. For me, thank you, bro. That this that is raining down on me a lot more this side of it. For me, I my God, things got more clear when I realized. Wait a minute, I have people who are saying we shouldn't close. People saying it's not a big deal. People say we're overreacting, and I'm thinking and praying about those who could be affected. And I realized, wait a minute. I'm getting, I've gotten a lot of flack I've gotten is we are believing in faith and not fear. Mm. So we should just do what we're going to do. And is God going to let us get it sick at church? Um, and you know, we, at Seventh-day Adventists, we believe in the health message and we believe that God has called us to take care of our bodies as that has his temple. And so that we have the responsibility and option to take good care or bad care of our bodies, and receive good or bad consequences as a result. We don't believe you can just eat fat back. Or I don't know if you know that is even is Ruben. I don't think or, so. Yeah, look it up. Google it. All right, I will. People down here in Ladis, South Carolina, know exactly what fat back is.
1: I'll use. the I use that Google, as my friend Bernie said last night. <laughs>
0: that Google. I didn't watch that. I was busy other things. So anyway. Look out. Feeling the burn. So, Oh, no, that YouTube. You'll definitely that
1: YouTube. That YouTube. That's what the
0: YouTube? Yeah. Well, you'll feel the burn if you have some fat back. So if you eat bacon or whatever it is, and then just pray for the Holy Spirit to lower your cholesterol, we understand that on a, on a regular, you're going to have higher cholesterol. Why? Because the Holy Spirit has given you the stewardship of your body and given you the consequences of what you do. And then we go to Leviticus and we see that God called for quarantines of infectious diseases oh, yeah. to protect the innocent. The, high OG, and the, the OG
1: social distancing.
0: And so yeah. why did God do that? Didn't he have shikana glory power to just wipe them clean? They, he gives us the opportunity to show obedience to him and value of the other. And with our bodies, so here we are, I can do the health message for my body. I can be vegan for me, but will you do social distancing for others? Mm. Will you what I eat isn't going to change your cholesterol, but my actions may or may not affect your health. Whether it's real or not, what inconveniencing will you do? Because Ruben, you and I are not going to die from COVID-19. Uh hopefully not. Hopefully not. We're not. If we get it, we're not at risk. We don't have lung problems. Yeah. We're young and we're healthy. Ultimately, those we loved, or maybe not, may not even, we don't really see our older, elderly loved ones very often, right? We're away from our families. I can give it to someone else who can give it to their family, right? There's someone else to have
1: beloved ones.
0: So the question is we say we love our community more than we love ourselves. And we say we believe in the health message. Let's think it through. Everyone's a theologian. You have that responsibility. I'm hinting at a future episode, Ruben. Oh. Um, but that's kind of my moment of clarity here. And I'm seeing it here too that it's not just what I do that shows my which side of the spectrum God I am, as far as my fear versus love orientation, but also how I treat those who I don't feel like are acting rationally, ho, ho, that shows where I am, where I am, where I am, am. it shows where I am on a fear versus love orientation. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wherever you're at, this is showing how you, who you are in your heart in the main orientation of your life, fear versus love. And, um, Ruben, you know, last time we recorded an episode, we didn't keep it and we kind of prayed at the end, didn't we? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that again? Yeah, go ahead. Would you do it for us or should I pray? You, you can do it. Okay, I'll let you close out. Yeah, we're off the script, folks. We are off the script. Let's let, let me pray with you and over your lives, Father. Wherever we are on the spectrum of belief in you, wherever we are on the spectrum of belief in Bible teaching, Lord. This is a time of great trial. This is a time of great revealing. and In this time of stress, and in this time of controversy, please, Lord, help us reveal to us in our eyes, not just the eyes of others, not just your own, reveal to us our position on the spectrum of living out of fear or living for love. Jesus, please win us and win our hearts to you. And transform us so that we can live in love in this situation, so that we can care for those who have lung issues and who are elderly, so that we can care and love people who we feel are being irresponsible, so that we can care and love people who are elbowing grannies for toilet paper, so that we can care and love those who are saying we're faithless and stupid and offer all these things for following some quote unquote conspiracy. Lord, help us fear and not live off your love. Love to all those, friend or enemy. This is what heaven would be. Please forgive me for, for acting out of fear and anger towards someone who I think is causing issues for me. Help me want him to be in heaven with me. And help me see a place of heaven with him in it as heaven. We ask this in your name, Lord. Amen.
1: Thank you, Rich. Uh, that was a great opportunity for us to open our eyes and realize that problems are bigger than us. And that's fine because we have a God that is bigger than anything. So <laughs> that's awesome. Amen. Hey, um, you guys, thank you for joining us for this episode. Uh, we hope to hear from you. Uh, we always have our social media ready and available to in order to connect with you. Uh, we have a twitter account which is a uh, clarity underlying podcast we have a facebook account uh, fp.com slash clarity podcast please if you can uh, no not if you can please rate and review and share on your favorite a- podcatcher no. and social media just album. do it just,
0: just do, do it. it thank you thank you
1: for like giving matt us Scott- oh oh yeah
0: matt stockdale collected his prize he, did. he listens to every episode he did so
1: we we, we paid our debt Prepare them.
0: <laughs> We're square away. Yeah.
1: Thank you guys for giving us an opportunity of being part of your life for this episode. Stay tuned for more. I'm Ruben. And I'm Rich. And this was Clarity.